Amigos, Nachos, Amigos, and welcome back, finally, once again, to Howley Juku. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, of course, in his finest uh, airport fashion mask, <laughs> or just his regular, you know, that, that's limited to airport. That, that It's not, I, I won't limit it to the airport. It's a, it's a, it's a good everyday fashion accessory. Uh, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing, I'm doing good. Um, trying to talk through this thing is a little bit difficult, <laughs> but I. <laughs> uh, we're here. We're hanging out, talking about East Asian pop culture, talking about some K-pop and and the like. Mostly K-pop, but we have some other things going on. Uh. Of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, Kaz. Well, the first thing, holy, uh, god dang it! This is what happens when I freaking <laughs> when I've got the I've got the hotkeys set to different things. I'm trying to do things. Uh, talk about what's new. Uh, we talk. Let's we before we talk about the songs we picked and either one of us picked. There's there's some big releases that happened. Uh, this week, uh, namely YG releases. YG finally delivering, I guess. <laughs> uh, YG finally delivering. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. maybe kind of a little bit. Uh, first off, we have the official. This time it's actually officially her debut. They even said so. Official American debut. Of 21's CL, each it in lifted. Uh, it's partially inspired by and sample, I guess, samples or at least uh, uh, works a lyric around a uh, Method Man lyric. Uh, lifted. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's a very kind of like. Uh, Seems to kind of want to be a very chill hip hop track. Uh, it does feature CL singing more than necessarily rapping, though she she's like sing raps. It's like a CL sing rap kind of thing, you know. Kind of, though. Yeah, it's so it's like, like that. She she raps sometimes, but this is generally what she does. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, apparently she's Vape Nation, uh, from what I can tell in this video. Uh, she, she has a, a 40 and she has a shorty. Uh, she's about to get lifted. Um, Kaz, what do you think of CL's American debut, her grand debut? The sad thing about it is... It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like. Well, yeah. No. I, it, above all things, it's not bad. That's. <laughs> yeah. And for most people, you're, I know most people are automatically going to be like, yo, what the fuck? What? What, the, what? Why are you saying that? And it's just because I just, I didn't have great expectations coming out of this. To anyone was trying to make a break into America for the longest time anyway. Like. I, I'm starting to surmise that that was partially their downfall, that they couldn't make the American debut the way that they wanted them to. Um, and because there, there's so much, if you look at their history, that they wanted to be the American K-pop group. They wanted to be that so hard. Um working with will i am working with pharrell like all these things that they did but that you never really heard about or really never heard from um and for some reason all those hopes and dreams have been been placed in and on cl and i feel like that was the this is this is what we are watching here right now is the, the what the demise of to anyone was because <laughs> they were like you know what cl can make that break into the american market like but i don't think the rest of the group can make that break into the american market yeah. um 
And yeah, those are those are salty remarks from a two eighty one fan and a person who's not the biggest CL fan. <laughs> like but all in all, it's not a bad song. It's a fun, silly nineties style inspired video. Um, there's way too much vaping in it, and that's just <laughs> life. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of vaping in life. Uh, you know, vape nation and whatnot. <laughs> is, I don't think there is. Yeah, no. There's, there's, there's just a lot of stores. Like, the, the Florida Supercon last year uh, had a vape booth. Like, like <laughs> a, a vape juice booth. I think more than one of a, boo- a booth of, for vape juice. Um, yeah, it's not a bad song. Uh, the thing is, it's not a great song (laughs) and it's not a, and it's not a very memorable song except for the hook is, is pretty good. Hook is, the hook is kind of catchy, but it's not a super memorable song. It's kind of just safe. Like it just kind of is a safe song. Uh, you know, it's, uh, God reaction videos i hate them with I, I hate reaction video captions and they bother me uh i mean reaction video thumbnails i mean god but it's no that face no stupid stop it um <laughs> it, it, say what you want about hello bitches and we we did uh <laughs> at least that was memorable <laughs> like 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 you remember that shit like it stuck with you, uh, you, you hated yourself for it, but but at least it was it was memorable. This is like, hmm, it's a chill track, and we we've talked about this before. We've talked about breaking into a market and coming into a market and being safe. Like that that's what you do. It's what happens. Like there's no real way around that. Um, what? Well, uh, yeah, well, the, the the real bummer is that you wish that they would, uh, you, the the thing is that a lot of times what will make you, will uh, break you into a different market uh, instead of doing what you think is expected, sometimes actually, and it, it sounds like a risk, actually putting forward something that shows your unique attributes and something different and unique will have will you know will will break in and catch people's attention maybe a little bit better than trying to kind of like you know <laughs> put a music a song in a video with as many different things that appeal to as many different markets as as possible like uh it's like all right this is let's do all right let's have the 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 skinny black dudes that can contort themselves all right uh, let's get a couple of those guys. Let's get some people to vaping. Uh, let's get some skateboarders. <laughs> let's like let's get a let's get a block party. Like all of these things that are like the, the the cliche things to do. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's not a bad song, but it's not a great song. <laughs> like uh, I think we can move on from there. Uh, speaking of YG fi- finally delivering. Uh, so can I say right? I didn't. I didn't really listen to, to these songs. I. I mean, I. I have since this story that I'm going to tell. But I recently am back from a convention, and the story of the convention was, hey, and and this wasn't. This is just the the what you hear in passing. But hey, you hear that new the new Blackpink? And then you know you kind of put your ear out like oh oh what are what are people saying what are what is what is going on because I hear people talking about Blackpink and it would always end in like oh you mean the poor man's two any one fuck that shit <laughs> god damn it yeah <laughs> like w- every time I heard somebody bring up Blackpink it's just like hey hey that Blackpink re- video just released and you see people looking at their phones and then one of their friends would be like. Get out of here with that poor ass man's two eighty one. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Just like, well, uh, there you go. There is uh, the. Con- yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. So let's talk about it. So there's a couple of reasons. Let's talk about with the first release. Uh, kind of the more chill of the two releases. Uh, we have Blackpink's. Uh, they came. Blackpink. They came out with two songs. Debuted. 
Uh, first one is Hipparam, uh, or whistle. Uh, make him whistle like a missile. Bomb, bomb. Uh, it's it's a it's, it's a little bit more of the chill one of the two. Uses the whistle. Um, I, I okay, so I'm gonna say this for both of these songs. Uh, it's not a bad song. It's a, it's a good song. I like it. Uh, yeah, the thing about it, it, the thing about it, yeah, it does have that, like, or late 2000s, like, debut era 21, like, stuff, but there's a reason for that, because it's Teddy Park, like, uh, but yeah, like, we're talking about them songs. One of them are bad songs. Neither one of them are necessarily bad songs. And that is because I will defend fucking Teddy Park. He's a good producer. And we have had this discussion about 21 getting off the Teddy Park train and trying to get on the every other fucking producer train and then fucking up. Like, because those tracks were trash. Because you go from the the in-house dude who's creative and knows what the fuck he's doing and knows how to work with the group to these motherfuckers who just are like, you're going to work in my system. That's like when you you have a coach who's been winning your championships and winning your championships, and that one year, that one year he doesn't win you a fucking championship, you fire him, and you bring in the new hot guy, and he's a fuck up, but you gotta you gotta fucking you gotta believe in him now because you're already paying him ten million fucking dollars. So you're <laughs> like, Oh yeah. No, this guy is the dream. He's going to bring in the dream. It's a rebuilding year. Don't fucking worry. We're going to get back to our championship winning ways. And the rest of the fans are just standing on the sidelines like, I think you fucked up. I think you (laughs) fucked up. I think you fucked up. And you're like, nah, nah, don't worry. We got this. And they're like, there's still time. We could bring back the other guy and just act like the shit didn't happen. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. And then he goes and gets a new team. And guess what? He wins a fucking championship. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, 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 they're looking at the chart success of these songs have been, yeah, they won a championship. Um, but, yeah, what, what do you think of the, the Wee Bottom whistle? Um, whistle isn't that great uh, of the two. It's not bad. I like it, but the other song won me over a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's, uh, I, I like this one. I, I, it's tough i i think yeah there's more to kind of cling on to in the in the other in the second song which we'll talk about in a second but i I really like uh, a lot of the things on this one uh with the instrumental and the kind of the the pace of it and and the visuals are fun of of the video uh it just kind of has a cool feel to it uh but yeah the other track boombaya uh this one is definitely more has even that more of a uh old school 21 feel uh boombaya uh it has it's the more hype of the two tracks it's the more exciting of the two tracks uh it, it has m- m- more of that energy uh yeah it, it's it's a it's a good song definitely yeah like i said definitely has that <laughs> early 21 vibe I, but you can kind of I also it for definitely that. I have to get used to these girls' voices. Yeah. Because I just, I don't, I'm not super into their voices and their vocalization. Like, I like the songs. I'm just not super into them yet. I think and I don't know if it's my YG diss bias at this point now. <laughs> but it's just like, eh. I, I would just, say, yeah. Like, would, vocally, they're so generic. I would say a, a big um from what I can feel, especially like the singing, specifically the singing, I think it's Teddy Park trying to make him sing the same way he made 21 sing back in the day uh, as vocalist. I think they themselves, yeah, they, they will have to see as they get a chance to kind of maybe be given songs that are less Teddy Park reaching into the well and more him figuring out what he wants to do with them. Uh, because, like, I think what I've found and what I've thought uh, with these two songs is, I think, execution-wise and what, what was given for the girls to execute, they executed fantastically. Uh, I, I, I didn't mind the, the singing. Uh, even, I think that a lot of it was the direction by Teddy Park. Uh, they dance well. They have great visuals. Uh, 
I think th- the only complaints people had mainly was Teddy Park kind of going back to the well. That, that old, you know, it sounded like old 21 and him just kind of bringing out like, <laughs> like these old tracks that he had lying around that he never got around to being, <laughs> being to 21. And it's like, all right, I'll give it to you guys. Uh, it, it's, I think the main thing that, that you'd be able to complain about, uh, if you wanted to complain about anything, uh, I think this is a very promising start. And it's a very successful start because they actually, they they kind of dominated the charts right off the bat. <laughs> uh, which with good reason because they had the backing of YG and the promotion of YG. Uh, so they, they, you know, they're doing well. I think I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing how, how they go going forward. What the next step is. Um, cause I think it, these were really good and enjoyable songs. And I, and I, I like I said, I've, I've been jamming to them. <laughs> like I'll bust out my, that's every once in a while. Just like one of these songs will be the, the, the first song I play on my, I'm like on my commute to work, uh, to keep, to start up the, to my K-pop playlist. Like I'll have it on shuffle, but I'll start with like the Blackpink song. Just kind of get me going, and add. I've enjoyed them fantastically. Yeah, we'll see. That definitely is. Uh, well, I want to. I think it's less the 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 um him going to the well kind of thing, and more of a safety net. I know this works. Trust me, kind of yeah. thing to that point where they're like well i like doing these kind of vocals or i like doing these kind of raps like can we get more of that you know when they when they start to really really have their own voice and they're they're willing to kind of stand up for their type of vocalization and how they want to do their vocalization that's when i think i will i will kind of respect that but like right now i don't know it just it just sound it it has this really good sound but it sounds super generic coming from them mm-hmm. um in a sense but yeah. i i'm not, i don't hate it in any way okay. like i i kind of wanted to but i don't yeah so um, one thing uh, i uh, win for yg this week <laughs> uh so overall, we didn't ha- we didn't hate what YG brought up, put out, man. It's been a it's been a it's been a roller coaster with us in YG, just up and down. We howdy, we we howdy. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kaz, let's talk about what we what's caught our attention besides that. Uh, Kaz, yeah. what's new with you? Uh, new with me this week, uh, thanks to you, is this track by the boys from AOMG uh, called City Breeze, which is like, yeah. when we speak about 90s references, this is taking it to a whole nother <laughs> level, man. Like, yeah. It's uh, J. Park and um, Eden of AOMG, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just super fun, because it just is so super referential, like... It's so super referential to like the '90s era of stuff. Like, there's like crisscross shit in here, and like yeah. just the style is so like '90s. Like that old fucking Jay Park wearing Seattle Mariners jersey. Throwback. Like we both keyed on on the Mariners jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Repping his hometown. Can't. Can, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and get in, get in, uh, wearing his jersey backwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they went to one of those photo booths where you could do, like, glamour shots, and then Jay Park was like, yo, what if we did a whole video like this? And they were like, ha-ha. And he was like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> it was like, it was like, uh, do you know the, the shirtless, uh, jacket thing <laughs> like, yeah that fucking bobby brown style yeah uh god damn it <laughs> with all the times that i've compared him to chris brown now we compare him to bobby brown man like <laughs> i'm you know what he's like them but he didn't beat nobody so you know what <laughs> 
he even did his rap in that kind of 90s style too like yeah yeah it's fantastic uh it's fun it's so fun you gotta leave it up for jay park put your bum yeah good job (laughs) like he he has he's he like this is those things that when he tries to do like the super thuggy shit and it makes me like dislike jay park yeah and then i'll i'll in that next vein like 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 let's say in an instagram scram i'll then see a clip from him on uh like korean snl and i then i realize he's in on the fucking joke yeah. you know like like it's like i just saw him try to do su- something super thuggish and i'm like what the fuck jay park seriously then i scroll down and this was the next post and i'm like oh jay park you silly fuck <laughs> like <laughs> i forget that you're in on the joke yeah uh you know part of his part of his i think somebody like there was some comments on 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 asian junkie that said like you know sometimes he's this sometimes you know like he's he's this giant fuck boy and somebody else would put it out. I was like, well, you know, I like his, his, the fact that he's a giant fuckboy. It's part of his cheesy appeal. It's like, <laughs> his fuckboyism. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, moving on. Moving, moving on. Moving on. on. Too long. Uh, a song from Luzi. Now, this is, a, this is a, like, I think it's from last month. Yeah, July. Um, and he has a new one out this week. The new one is shit. So uh, I went with a good one. Uh, so, like seriously, that that new song is just terrible. But this is Luzi featuring the person who's getting all of the attention in Korean hip hop right now, Flow Sick. Yeah. Um, just because mainly because of his voice, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like Flow Sick is getting a lot of attention right now because of his voice. Uh, but I don't know. I I don't know how I didn't come across this song last month because it's. It's really good. I really actually like it. And the thing that surprised me was because I was when I was looking for stuff, I saw Luzi's new song that came out this week, and then I was just like, "Man, this kind of kind of trash." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "Ugh." And then I saw the the link to the one with him in uh, Flow Sick, and I was like, "Oh man, Flow Sick!" And I went and looked at it. I was like, "This the same person?" <laughs> like, yeah, maybe Flowsick kept him in line. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so. a cool track. It's like it's very much braggadocious and hype kind of a hip hop track. It's uh, but it does have a good like attitude towards it. It's 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 got attitude. It's got the tude. Yeah. attitude city. And uh, I I will say in the in the. Uh, giving somebody attention because of of a certain aspect, like giving Flosick so much attention because of his voice is fine, but he actually is a pretty good rapper. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm not gonna deny that he's actually a pretty good rapper. Yeah. So you know what? Whatever, whatever you know, whether it's getting your girl group uh attention because of a fan cam, or you know, getting your 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 song's attention because of your particular voice uh you know whatever whatever gets people to you know look towards you and it, you know it's a good thing as long as you can then keep their attention after that mm-hmm. <laughs> like because all those weird things will only make them turn their heads towards you they don't not going to make them stay watching you like because if they turn their head towards you then they really don't notice anything that they give a shit about they'll just kind of turn their heads away to the next thing uh yeah but I think yeah, if he's he's got what it he's got what it takes to 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 then keep their attention with something to back it yeah. up, yeah. And I don't I don't want to say like and for for the people out there who are gonna be like, hey, you know, Flosik's been around before his appearance on Show Me the Money. Like I I know that I I understand that I I forget the name of the group that he was a part of that got a lot of attention too. Yeah. Um. And I understand they got a lot of attention back in the day, but you gotta you gotta realize in the media hype when it comes to hey, where does this person's story start? For a lot of people, it's gonna be show me the money for Flosick, like because that's what it is. Like yeah. that that's where he got that solo attention a lot. So I'm not I'm not 
disrespecting him in any way or saying, like, "Eh, look at him. He's another prospect of that (laughs) show me the money hype. No, but I'm saying, like, even with all that, he's good at the craft that he is, and I'm glad he's getting that attention. Like, so. Uh, Asiatics uh, is the group. Uh, Apparently they were... In 2013, they signed uh, they signed the Cash Money Records. 2013, I think probably a good half a decade or more after Cash Money Records was worth <laughs> signing to. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, like I said, like Hell, I, I I've heard of them before that moment, like, and I want to make that well known. So, fuck you, yeah. like. All right, that was that was a dumb statement uh, that I just made because apparently Drake's been signed to them since 2009. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's Drake, and like, you you got the the diamonds in the rough, and then you got the other people who are like, oh, we can follow that light, and they're like, oh, nope, fell in the trap. <laughs> yeah, <It's more laughs> not everybody's like, a Drake. It's more like uh, Drake Drake signed. It's more like Drake signed Cash Money Records to be his uh, distributor. <laughs> <laughs> to be his label so he has a every, label every so often a trash team gets a good player if i'm gonna keep making sports references today <laughs> you're like how the oh. fuck did they sign that person oh, we like, got each row fuck <laughs> yeah motherfucker they freed up money <laughs> like, yeah all right um Kunst. uh beside me uh, I I had to look, I don't know why I had to look again, and I also have to sneak. <laughs> uh, but featuring B Way, YDG, and uh, Sura. Uh, this goddamn song is it's so good. Like me and Petey were talking on one of the last episodes about how awesome fucking YDG is, and like this is just more awesome YDG and awesome ass B Way, like. Yeah. Yeah, the track is cool. Like it has a cool like vibe to it and emotion to it. Uh and anything that involves uh Sudan, I'm gonna be, you know, it's gonna catch my attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I just as soon as I saw YDG's name on this, I was like, Alright, this is probably a track worth listening to. Like you yeah. know. Yeah. Just he's just he does he's almost do no wrong. Almost. <laughs> Like yeah, I, some moments. And uh, BY is definitely getting a lot of. T- speaking of people getting attention from showing them the money, BY is getting a lot of attention. I, I mainly I've noticed it from like female, like like people being professing their fandom to him, like uh, especially like the ladies. Uh, he seems to be uh, getting yeah. the ladies' attention. Uh, like it's it's definitely interesting to see how uh, how. The power of the exposure of Show Me the Money. For as much as we want to, as much as we lament the show itself and Unpretty Rapstar, the fact that it does get people, uh, people attend, you know, it does get, uh, it does give a stage to certain rappers to kind of yeah. find some new, you know, new audiences. Uh, so it's like, you know, maybe it's a, for, you know, any means to an end, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like they feel Whatever like it, it, it does better than a lot of these American shows have done, where it's like legitimately only the winners really get attention. Like there are maybe a few people while the show is in the midst of his hype that those people will get attention. Like where Show Me the Money and Unpretty Rap Star, like those people go on there and there'll be a guy who'll get out in the first three rounds, but he gets attention like, like because he was like really good. And you start hearing him on a few tracks, and it, he shows how great he really is. Like, so I think it's really good for that, and I'm I'm enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, as long <laughs> we we don't have to watch the show, but at least we can appreciate what it the product the, of it, yeah, <laughs> the byproduct of it. You know, <laughs> the, I also the, love in this video how much of a method actor YDG is. <laughs> <laughs> Like there is just a, like if if you watch this show, just if you like kind of passively listen to it or whatever, this is the one time I want you to go watch a video we're talking about. Yeah. Like, cause YDG is just amazing, man. Like he's like doing oh, a whole 
theater show in this fucking video. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. It's it's, it's 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 fantastic. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, to see them lying in the ground in that uh, whatever it is on the ground <laughs> that's like laundry powder or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool stuff from uh. The team, yeah, the, the the team of BYYDG and and them folks, um, but yeah, what's new with me? Uh, just a few tracks that caught my attention. Uh, a couple girl, uh, girl group related tracks, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll brought on some hip hop. Uh, actually, you know, let's let's keep the hip hop train. I'm actually gonna switch things up. I'll start with the hip hop track. Uh, just kind of keep okay. uh, keep the flow. The rhythm of the flow and the, and the flow is sick. I don't know. Uh, I'll start with Timey's Cinderella. This kind of dropped today, really. <laughs> like I literally I watched this on my phone at work, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Damn, I'm gonna have to fit this in my, in my list." Uh, and I actually ended up deleting another song that I that I wasn't really necessarily uh, super enthused about. It just caught my attention, but uh, just to talk about this track. Uh, Timey with Cinderella. Uh, this is, this has that kind of, uh, some, the, the very cool, interesting instrumental, uh, has kind of the, this brass that I was trying to pin where I, I, it, what it reminded me of, but it kind of reminds me of the, that brass, uh, instrumental for Ariana Grande Latte Macchiato, uh, problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. The- one more problem, one less problem with that. like that whole thing uh but it kind of in a different style and it's it's timey being a rapper um and and i liked it i, li- I like this song it kind of has a good energy to it uh she's she has a very cool energy and and attitude when she raps uh especially you know, lately uh yeah she 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 looks wonderful uh <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because she she does look lovely, but she looks mad uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. And it shows. It shows hard. Like, it, that is just very clearly not something she would, like, wears. Like, she, she looks and carries herself like a girl who generally wears jeans and a t-shirt yeah. maybe a hair yeah. like but like in a tight bodysuit she just looked out of place you know like <laughs> you know, you look at some girls and they try to wear a dress and you're just like the fuck <laughs> like you just kind of look at them like nah don't do that <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like and that's how i was watching this video i'm just like yeah, no, timey. No, just go go ahead and go put on a, a t shirt and some jeans, girl. Like, you just look uncomfortable, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she kind of does. Uh, but the song's good. The song, yeah, uh, the good. yeah, the song's good. It has cool energy to it. Uh, I don't know. Well, what did you think, Kaz? Um, like I said, I, I I think the song is good, but I I was very distracted by how uncomfortable she looked in the fucking <laughs> video. It just it kept it kept coming back to me i'm just like i she doesn't want to wear that who talked her into it <laughs> like, uh yeah so you know hopefully if, if she does go on uh, like performs it uh she's wearing something that she'll she'll enjoy a little bit better and and yeah. feel more comfortable more like herself like I'm, I'm not saying timey doesn't wear tight clothing i've seen her in some other stuff but just that particular outfit it looked like she came out with like a really long coat on at first and was like all right are we ready all right, man. Fuck, dude. Don't fucking laugh, dude. Like, and then took it <laughs> off. Like, it just looked like it was that. Like, yeah. Uh, and like all the all the her homies were just like, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Another cool song. Uh, next up, kind of I guess a connection to hip hop. Uh, next up, we have the subunit uh, for the group IOI. Uh, IOI being the group I, to this point, have not really cared about from a show that I really didn't care about, Produce 101. Uh, 
and whose whose most famous song I despise and whose debut song I mostly just dislike. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh cuz it's just dumb and generic. Um they had come out with like a teaser for this song and it caught my attention for very obvious reasons. Uh IOI with a song called One a Man, Perrin, Good Man and Perrin. Uh it if you're thinking what I'm thinking, then you're right. <laughs> if you're thinking what I think you're thinking, then you're you're correct. Uh, it does in fact the sample the very same song that Salt and Pepper sampled for the chorus to their and En Vogue song, uh, "What a Man, What a Man, What a Mighty Good Man." He's a mighty, mighty good man. Um, which that being said, they actually they actually make good use of the sample. <laughs> Like the song is not bad. Like it like it surprised me because I I have not like so far like IOI has been like what what is I I know. <laughs> like like they've just been a, a ball of like annoyance and pestering. Like the only thing that I've liked is certain personalities, but specifically Sejong on Talents for Sale have been fantastic. Uh and and others have seemed to be going forward to being uh, catching their attention, being like personalities worth checking out. But musically and as a group, I'm not cared. But this subunit and this track, it's actually it's actually a pretty good track. I actually like it. Like it, it had a good energy and it had a good vibe. Like that's usually what I like to say about a lot a lot of songs. But but there's a reason. It's just kind of what gets my attention. I uh, had a good like, like a fierce attitude. Like the their de- debut was very much the cutesy like you know debut era Sinisha Day like uh, to the point where a lot of people accused them of ripping off the Sinisha Days into the new world uh, for Dreamgirls, uh, especially for the videos. But I think this one, this one's all this one. It's actually a song we're checking out and, and enjoyable to listen to. And the chorus, the, the, the hook is actually used really well. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you think, Kaz? Uh, I actually, I actually, the first time I listened to it, I, I didn't listen to it the whole way through. I just kind of listened to the, the um, teaser and it just was kind of filled with a, what a man, what a man part. And I'm just like, uh, like, like just hearing that part with nothing else you're just kind of like Egh. but hearing it all composed together and like the the whole song you're just like oh you know what you you did kind of use this in an interesting way like um i don't i don't think they understood the original theme of the song uh, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of like uh it's kind of i don't know it's kind of conflicting <laughs> yeah uh, but uh you know is just it it still fits and there's some good funny moments of uh people not being able to say yes <laughs> uh yes yes uh i think overall but the man the man the mighty good man yeah. is he a- yes he is <laughs> uh it's really well done. and i think uh hopefully this is a sign of better quality songs from from this whole IOI thing, because uh, they certainly have this the the standing to be able to do mostly what they want as long as they have the the, the talent free from their other schedules, uh, and uh, they've got a time a ticking time co- a time bomb a ticking time clock on this. You know, uh, it's gonna go away after a year, uh, so. We'll have to see if they take advantage and, you know, get their full potential on. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully we'll good see. things going forward. Uh, moving on. Speaking of, you know, yesterday, <laughs> speaking of my girls, uh, of girls' generation, this last track is a, is, a, is a commercial track. It's a song for Pantene. Uh but it's a, it's a pretty damn good song for, for a song for a commercial. Uh, it's the unexpected surprise subunit of Yudi and Sahyan uh, for the song Secret. Uh, and 
The funny thing is, if you didn't know it was a song, it was a it was a commercial. You probably wouldn't be able to guess. Uh, you wouldn't get any context clues for it being a commercial, other than the really amazing hair flip shots. <laughs> Which it's a song for Pantene, so of course it's gonna have that. Uh, I think it's a it's a song that's it's better than it's supposed to be. It's better than it has any right to, but I think that shouldn't be, I, I imagine that, that not a thing about it shouldn't be surprising considering, you know, Sinisha Day have released songs that are, that were specific for commercials that were of single release quality, like Chocolate Love is a classic. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, they've had a few others that, that have, you know, Soul was a song for Chinese, uh, uh, Chinese Ramen. mobile game, you know? uh, but yeah, I, I think this is a really good song. It has a fun energy to it. Uh, they they look fantastic, and and the video is cool. It's kind of like old school SM in a video in a box. It's almost like it's crazy that we're getting this. That we we could get semi nostalgic, or at least I could get semi nostalgic about the box. Uh, but it is kind of like that. Uh, I don't know. What did you think, Kaz? It's not bad. It's just, it is definitely commercially. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's nothing really wrong with that. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it has, it's better than it has any right to be. <laughs> uh, and I think that's, that's mainly my point. Plus the, the those hair shots are amazing. It's whoosh, that slow motion. Like, like for slow, yeah, good use of slow mo, uh, and you know, good, good, good. Exp- I love you know UD getting some time to shine. I love me some UD. Um, yeah, that's that's all there is to talk about that track. Uh, and that's all for what's new with us. We're gonna transition over to our headlines. If I remember which button to press, uh. We're going to transition over to our headlines, talk about some topical topics. Uh, So join us, won't you? Hello. Welcome to Headlines. We talk about some topical topics. Talk about some things going on. Talk about some headlines. Uh, first headline, it's just a cool article that I wanted to kind of bring uh, to people's attention. Uh, won't need to go too in-depth, but it, it's a cool article from Korean Indie. Uh, this is, you know, simple. Uh, want more Korean Indie bands in the United States? Buy their music. <laughs> uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, it it kind of goes through uh, some great explanations on his history and kind of like uh his thoughts it's kind of an editorial article uh you know kind of why you know korean industry you know isn't as popular coming to the u.s and things like that uh kind of put things into his perspective but ultimately the message the bottom line is that you know we you know it's you gotta support the artists especially indie artists directly (laughs) uh you gotta buy the shit this isn't this isn't a new concept to us, to me and you in particular, to to us and the people who for some reason listen to us. That it's not a new concept, right? Because we talk about this all the time. We talk about the media and the marketing and the 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 understanding of all these things in if you buy the music, you get more of that thing. Like, and it's all about buying the music, either whether it's about buying the digital or the, the, the physical copy or whatever. And we're always talking about, well, this market is doing this and that market is doing that. And the Chinese market buys more physical copies. So that's why they always come first. You know, we're, we're always talking about these things. Sometimes they're really quick comments. Sometimes they drive our conversations, especially in these headlines segments and sometimes in Hollywood you talks when we talk about about albums and things like that um but 
this is a thing that's not new to us. And but I I've realized in the ch- changing age, like even even in our time growing up, PD, like there was a time where the only way you got music was to buy it. You know, they're literally like you went to the fucking FYE, the Best Buy, the fucking record store and you bought shit. And then what happened was the FYEs and the Best Buys started having cheaper prices. So you didn't go to the mom and pop record stores anymore to pick up shit because they didn't have the weird eclectic shit because they couldn't afford to carry it but you know like and then you start shopping in the tower records and and all these bigger media places that are trying to sell you particular music and you buy into that and you know and it it just is all this this big wraparound to where we came to digital, you know, and the Kazas and the LimeWires and the, you know, those things where getting music on the internet became much more ubiquitous. But it also drove this ability to discover music from different places. Um, and now we're in this place where where people are getting into buying records and buying albums again like that like I, I know a lot of people younger than me and pd like significantly younger that are like hey i really like that band i want to buy merch i want to buy their record i want to buy a, a fucking a vinyl fucking uh, of theirs yeah. you know because i'm that into that band yeah. and shit like that so but there's still a large a large majority of the market who goes out there and just gets music off the internet with yeah. no thought or recourse to it you know yeah, and, it, and it, it's changing it, it is changing yeah. um but it's not changing fast enough yeah um it's not making that pendulum swing back in the other direction fast enough yeah um and there, there are places to buy the music, you know, digitally, uh, you know, some artists are on Bandcamp, uh, especially uh, Korean art, indie artists. Uh, I know that Neon Bunny's album, I believe, is on Bandcamp. Or, and there's also services like Binal, uh, which have a lot of, which have a lot of uh, Korean artists, like, like mainstream artists, uh, but, and a lot of OSTs and, and a lot of things. Uh, mm-hmm. And also a very interesting, uh, uh app uh but they have a lot of you know korean or ar- uh, indie artists like the cox like like love exterior like i pointed back there um they you know if you if you see a band that you like and you want to go check them out you want to support them you can buy you know an album you can buy like you can buy uh the cox's new album you know like right there and get a download and you know support them and it, yeah. the money goes to them you know <laughs> and they 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 get that monitor monetary and moral support from you uh so the the, the opportunities are out there to support your artists directly uh especially indie artists so do it yeah yeah it's 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 not hard like you you only make it harder by trying to be silly and out and trying to outthink the monster when you're not <laughs> outthinking <laughs> at all you yeah. know like um but yeah no it's a good about hurting yourself yeah uh but yeah go check out that article on korean indie or just check out koreanindie.com in general I, I i don't go there as often as i really should uh uh because they're just a cool website and a cool Twitter account and you know lets you know about cool things that are happening in Korean indie. Uh but yeah, moving on. To fun, the fun stuff in the K pop world. Uh the legend files <laughs> suit against company currently living in dorm with no electricity. Uh Boy Group the Legend recently revealed that they filed a lawsuit for a contract nullification against their company SS Entertainment. Uh, their reps have charged that the legend have been unable to get lessons. Others in the company are also filing lawsuits, so it's not just them. You know, there's other people. They have no managers. They have no transportation. Their dorm has no gas and electricity, and they failed to receive whatever a seller, settlement table is. Um, you know, a lot of big, um, 
uh, statements from the from the legend and things like that. Um, it's sort of sad that this didn't go mainstream until now, and it's fo- it was it was followed a month ago. Kind of speaks to all the sh- kinds of shady shit that can go down when companies are out of sight and out of mind of the public. Um, this is kind of crazy. Is it unexpected? Probably not. <laughs> no, it's just the the only unexpected thing in here is like the article says is how long they were able to to keep this buried, and that's only because they were an unknown kind of agency, yeah. as opposed to like. Everybody's so busy still looking under the big rocks that they don't n- notice all the dirt under the medium-sized rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, everybody's still so busy, like, hey, 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 lift that JYP rock up again. I think I see something under there. And then, like, somebody finally turns around and they're like, dude, there's a bunch of dirt under this rock over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It, it's, it's crazy to think that, like, you sign up to be you know a contractor with this like boy group you know you want to be in this agency you want to debut as a as a pop singer as part of a group you know you think you're going to be an idol you know you know you're a, a boy so you, you know you're in a boy group you figure well we got our you know we're gonna we, we have an advantage because you know in in the pop world you know that we we kind of can access the that fandom and we create a, our own little fandom uh that will sustain us but then you find yourself like in a dark dorm with no gas and like like trying to nullify your contract like uh honestly i wouldn't be surprised if they're not actually living in that dorm and just maybe just living at home like with their parents and shit like they just kind of moved back home and then you know they just haven't said anything to the agency about moving out of the dorm uh, cause I can, I can't imagine them actually living in those, in that dorm under those conditions, unless like none of their family is in Seoul. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, usually sometimes most people's families aren't in Seoul. They're usually outside of Seoul for most, most boy groups. Yeah. Some. So I don't there's, know. There's generally quite a few that are from Seoul, but Seoul is a pretty expensive place to live, so. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know what? I, I don't know. We don't know. Uh, what, 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 do you have any further thoughts, Kaz? No, not really. I mean, it's, it's a very expected thing. I hope, I hope they get what they need, and I hope, like, I hope they get to keep working. That's number one. And number two is I hope they get what they're owed and I hope they get compensation for having to live in like just this shitty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully good things happen to them. Uh, fighting. Uh, but moving on, uh, <laughs> to kind of this hot mess of a thing that happened this past week. Uh, well, actually, this past couple of days, uh, Tif- Tiffany posts Japan's rising sun flag on Korea's National Liberation Day. Uh, Tiffany, apparently uncomfortable with her likability being at an all time high, decided to post a Japanese flag on Instagram on Korea's National Liberation Day. That could be argued as just being a mistake related to being in Japan. But then he followed. Then she followed that up by posting the rising sun flag uh of imperial japan on snapchat that's uh less than optimal i mean uh it's a thing shit that hit the fan uh she released an apology uh kind of going through it she sincerely apologized for the mistake you know put it on instagram uh yeah she she shouldn't you know she knows everyone's watching her words and actions uh you know she's you know keeping things in mind she's gonna you know reflect on herself things like that uh and that being said yeah she did something dumb and she fucked up of course people can't leave well enough alone and it got extra as fuck uh with people swearing 
that she has uh, uh, pledged her allegiance to the Empire of Japan. Uh, she was at a rally, of, you know, <laughs> like that she's, you know, an imperialistic Japanese sympathizer that, uh, that basically, well, not knows the exact set of words, but people have been hitting her with death threats, uh, saying that she had deserved to have her family, her, uh, her mom die and shit like that. Uh, she actually, uh, may, uh, probably mostly because SM hates controversy and it would rather plays things safe, but, uh, she, they have decided her and the show she was on, on East Slam Dunk, which is a show that I've been watching, uh, have decided to part ways. They kind of are, and they're going to, the show's going to continue as five. Uh, uh, I imagine the hell, I, I can only imagine the hell that was raised by Jesse when that decision was made, like, and, uh, you know, cause, cause she's East coast as fuck and she, you know, she would not pull any punches. You know, she is New York, New Jersey as fuck. And I wanted, I wish I could have been in that room. Uh, but you know, she also had people defending her kind of like, uh, Ojun, the author kind of putting out some, you know, some facts, <laughs> You know, she, 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 you know, made some mistakes. You know, she said, is Tiffany a government official? If you think so, give them pension. Uh, Tiffany's getting treated like this. You know, like she said, it's kind of, kind of suspicious that she gets all this as a young woman, you know, wondering if, if it was the guy, you know, how much of it would have been the same. Uh, you know, I think, I think it situations an entertainer would have gotten a lot of shit for it yeah i think if it was i i i think it's the level of entertainer that you are uh kind of drives that and and people like you said when you're an entertainer that people have a lot of love for and with a very decisive kind of thing like this, like we've talked about the like kind of weirdness between Japan and Korea. So like, that's yeah. just one of those that gets into nationalism. So people yeah. get a little bit weary about those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, it basically, but, but you know, and, and as you said, she, the, that, uh, rising sun flag that she quote unquote posted on her in Snapchat was that she basically did the geotag on Snapchat. If you've ever been to Snapchat, cause she was in Tokyo. So she did the, Oh, look, I'm in Tokyo, Japan. And Snapchat decided that their thing designed for Tokyo, Japan should have the rising sun flag of all things. So what the fuck Snapchat? Uh, I mean, but you can't really put that on Snapchat. Like, the, you can't put this mistake on Snapchat. I, I still say like, like I, it's it's one of those things. Where it's like, you got to be a little bit understanding of the situation. <laughs> You're a global company, and this is not a good thing. Uh, this, of course, she has it. It, it she fucked up. It, right. Tiffany fucked up. Now, does she deserve? All of the the shit that's coming on her, like the death Definitely. threats, and like all it, no, <laughs> no, like she did. She, not like she went to like the uh, what's it called, the shrine, like like the, I think the, uh, was it the uh, uh the whatever shrine, <laughs> the the shrine that the Yasukuni shrine, Yasukuni shrine uh that has all like those war criminals and stuff that people get on shinzo abe's uh shit because he goes to those shrines and rightfully so because the war criminals in there uh she just she picked the wrong geotag <laughs> it was dumb she should know better she should be mindful but she's she's not it's it was not she's not trying to bring back the second empire of japan you know <laughs> I, I attested to human error it fucking happened yeah once again we bring back something that we've used for a title for an episode before hanlon's razor never attribute <laughs> to malice what could easily be attributed to uh incompetence right uh yeah tiffany i still love you you fucked up but I still love you fighting. Hopefully you get through this. Um, 
Hopefully you'll learn a little bit. Um, but moving on. So this is an interesting article. This is gonna, it's going to be interesting because uh, I'm. This is about a group I'm not familiar with. Uh, again, and I I doubt I doubt you're familiar with Kaz. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super familiar with them. I've heard the name a few times. But it's definitely a uh, uh, an interesting thing to observe. Uh, you've, I guess probably especially as people who aren't invested or as uh, familiar. Uh, an aging boy band calls it quits, but Japan can't let go. Um, and and you kind of understand, uh, you know, understanding just the history, you understand why. Uh, for nearly three decades, millions of Japanese have clamored for their every album, lined up with breathless anticipation for their concerts, and gathered on Monday nights for their hit television show. Now the nation is awash with anguish over word that SMAP, uh, Japan's uh, longest-running boy band, if it could still be called that with its youngest member pushing 40, is splitting up. The news has dominated newspaper headlines and television talk shows since the band's announcement this month. Even the mayor of Tokyo and two members of Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's cabinet have weighed in. One said he was worried about the effect on the Japanese economy, the world's third largest. We will not let them stop, a grieving fan wrote in one of more than a dozen petitions on change.org, pleading the aging heartthrobs to remain together. If we let them go and disband, it means Japan is finished. Uh... <laughs> Uh, to understand the bedlam unfolding here, think of the Beatles breaking up, the airing of the final episode of Seinfeld, and the conscious uncoupling of Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin all rolled into one. I didn't know that was a th- thing people cared that much about, Gwyneth Paltrow being, yeah. Uh, the end of an era on the Japanese cultural landscape. Uh, Smap's, most, fa- Smaps most, most famous saccharine single, uh, The Only Flower in the World, is regularly taught in Japan's schools. But SMAP is not only, I don't even know if that's how you, how you pronounce the, the name, but uh, whatever. Uh, it's not just a wildly popular band whose albums have sold more than t- 35 million copies, making him one of the most successful musical acts uh, in Japanese history. Uh, for two decades, it's five members, uh, Masahiro Nakai, Takuya Kimura, Goroi Nagaki, Tsuyoshi Kusanagi, and Shingo Katori. Uh, have also hosted one of Japan's top-rated television programs, Map X Max, a family-friendly variety show on which they cook for celebrity guests, compete in games, perform comedic skits, and, f- of course, sing. Um, but, yeah, it, it goes on and on. You know, talk yeah, about I think clips of them, of the variety show and stuff like that on TV before. Um, so it's just one of those things. It's It's very aging entertainers like just who are who are tired and done man they want to move on and do other things and spend time with their families and like you know and right now people can't let it go and i'm pretty sure it'll go on for a little while and then at some point everybody will just be like ah all right it's kind of, but, it, but it's kind of cool and i imagine to, to see uh how much uh, a musical group can kind of like affect an entire country like that and how can you know how they can how they how many people can like care and like oh. and that's just kind of cool to see that uh it it matters you know they're, they're you know they're they're a they're a uh, a pop group but that's okay yeah. <laughs> you know pop groups can can lift people's lives and be important to people and then can be a, a source of like energy and joy for people. So, uh, don't grieve pe- fans of SMAP feel joy and, 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 you know, cherish the time you had with this group. Uh, I should probably listen to a few of their songs, uh, at some point. We'll see. Uh, but yes, that brings us to an end of another episode of Hallyujuku. Let me go back to this. Kaz. Hey. What do you got going on in the world? Uh, right now, I have a lot of editing going on. Like, uh, here, can, how can I quickly do can't. Uh I was going to show you my screen. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've just been doing some editing on the photos I took at the lovely convention 
as Otakon. Uh, a little bit sad because I didn't take as many as I am uh, used to taking, but I still took a, a bunch, and it was really fun. I had a, I had a great time hanging out with all my friends and doing all those things and and having fun yeah. and uh, doing all that good stuff. So the fun con stuff, the stuff that. Uh, I do lament that we didn't get to do it for Ace and again this year. But we, um, at least we have TwitchCon. <laughs> that's going to be crazy if I get to do that. But So I'm doing some editing. I've already put out a couple of photos. There should be some more coming out tomorrow. And then hopefully... Get bunch of them get them posted and stuff like that so people can start seeing them so for right now go check out the instagram go check out the 500 px page to see what i've posted so far and then that's about it that's okay. about it uh yeah you can check out all the info uh at king Kaz at various places uh i'm at pd rave keeping out for things uh probably gonna do another beta test of the kind of dumb the dumb little project me and brett are doing pb and j pd brett and junk uh we want you know where we kind of shoot the shit a little bit and then we talk while we'll talk about a random novelty sport you know and we and in our live stream we will watch it and you can watch it with us uh and get our comment like it's going on yeah um really odd fucking sports yeah <laughs> uh we can we, we might do something based on the olympics uh i don't know how, i don't know the, the thing is uh, the watching it live even though we do it on dc tv i don't think we're even safe on dc tv from nbc olympics <laughs> like grasp like other things that might be safe i don't know if like we're safe from the cease and desist machine that is nbc olympics uh nbc and universal when it comes to olympic stuff but we'll see we'll try it you know worst come to worst we'll we'll make sergeant muffin mad <laughs> and make him get a nasty letter my bad uh in advance but yeah the show is holly juku uh he's king Cass on pd rave kpoppodcast.com really easy way to share with your friends uh share the website name Halijuku.com. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or all over the place. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube, on Twitch. Uh, I th- think I might. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? I was going to pause for that. I think I might do. I, I've been, I streamed a couple of times of uh, this crazy mod for Skyrim and all. This total conversion mod, whole new world, whole new story, fully voice acted. It's really interesting. Uh, if work allows, I might stream more of that. So keep an eye out for that. Rebelli TV on Twitch and things like that. iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> ah. Boom, bye. Mm-hmm.